0: Please forgive me, I'll <laughs>
1: Let's go ahead and stand up tonight. We're going to go ahead and jump right into praise and worship. So let's put our hands together. I was buried beneath my shame. Who could carry that kind of weight? It was my turn. Till I've met you. Come on, let's put our hands together. Because I was breathing
0: but not alive. All my failures I tried to hide. It
1: was my truth. Come on, let's sing it. Till i met you. If that's your story tonight, let's sing this out. you go. Sin was heavy, The chains break out the weight of your glory. I needed shelter, I was an orphan, and now you call me a citizen. Of-
2: Do we have anybody excited to be in the house of the Lord tonight? And i tell you, I'm excited about this weekend. This is our first official Worldview Weekend 2018, so we're glad that you're here. It's going to be a powerful weekend, and man, I can't think of a better way than to kick everything off than to worship our King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Amen. And so tonight, just even as we get started, I want to encourage you, men, to to open your heart, be ready to receive from God, because there are going to be some, some deep things talked about to challenge you to hopefully strengthen your faith this weekend. And so when you walk away, you'll be closer to God and be more equipped to share the gospel. And so that's what this weekend is all about. And so, man, the next few moments, the band is going to play through just a few songs for us to connect with God. And I just want to invite his presence in this place. And so if you would, would you just close your eyes, lift your hands, and just pray along with me? Let's invite God in this house tonight. And so, Lord, we come to you in Jesus' name. Lord, we say that we love you. We thank you for everything that you've done for us. And God, tonight, we lift your name on high. And Lord, we just pray that you would fill this place. Lord, you would inhabit the praises of your people. And God, tonight, you would have your way in us. And Lord, that we would walk away from this place, God, closer to you. And so, Lord, we lift all of these things to you in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. Let's worship tonight.
0: What a beautiful name it is.
1: sing this out tonight
0: they could not hold
1: for a moment I want you to close your eyes and just for a moment I just want you to lift up your hands to the Lord tonight you know sometimes this is the hardest thing to do sometimes it's easy but tonight I just want us to lift up our hands to him and I just want you to say Lord I surrender tonight I surrender my my problems I I surrender my motives I, I surrender my worship God help me make my worship about you tonight Lord, we lift you up, and as we continue, God, I pray that you would help us worship you better than the best of our abilities. Lord, we thank you and we love you in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. If uh, you know this song, I just want you to help us sing it out tonight, and uh, we'll continue in worship. think about that. What Jesus has done for us, the price that's been paid, the freedom that we have access to. Just say that name, Jesus. In this room, things break when you say the name of Jesus. All across the room, I... I just want to challenge you tonight, and I, and I say this a lot on Thursday nights when we do connection, but, you know, a lot of the time we can, we can come into a worship service and we can sing these songs we've heard, you know, we love the music, and you can get caught up in music and lights and the environment and never really get caught up in who the environment's for. And tonight, I want to, I want to encourage you, no matter what you've got going on, let's give our very best this next song. And that might mean, man, I need to come down to the altar and I need to kneel down and I need to sing this. It might mean I'm going to throw both hands up the entire time until my shoulders get tired because I want to show God that I'm surrendering this area of my life. But tonight, whatever it is for you, I want to encourage you that as we worship, it's okay to get a little bit uncomfortable. It's okay to get a little bit outside of your comfort zone. But tonight, we're going to sing one more song. And uh, if you know the words, just help us sing it out. But... uh, I encourage you, let's just give our all to the Lord tonight. Amen. Amen. If you know these words, I just want you to help me sing them out.
0: where you were
1: Let's sing it out.
0: there are no words, you paid it
1: all for me, you believe that tonight,
0: you have been so so kind to me, let's sing it out every voice.
1: I was long gone, you still pursued me. God, When in my brokenness, in my weakness, Lord, you make me whole, you make me strong, and Lord, you were so fervent in your pursuit of me, God. Lord, I just pray that you would help us return the favor. God, that we would pursue you with everything that we've got, that we would never slack up, that we would never look back, but Lord, that we would pursue you. Well, we just thank you tonight. We lift you up, and we just ask you to open up our hearts, Lord, and just have your way in this place tonight, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen. Amen. Why don't you love on a couple people around you and make your way back to your seats tonight.
2: Is everybody having a good time tonight? Well, hey, we are glad that you're here. And I don't know about you, but I've got a couple of gift certificates that have been burning yeah. a hole in my pocket. I'm just ready to give away. We got any like awake teenagers out there that want some gift c- certificates? Yeah, I figured some of the young folks would be real excited about those.
4: We have Chick-fil-A and Sonic.
2: Y'all, what's and better than you Christian chicken? You can get a
4: chicken? bunch of stuff for $10 at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah, so. No joke.
2: Okay, well, this is what I want to do. Brittany, name just a first object that comes to your mind. Yeah, let's give it
4: to somebody. The first person that can bring me a shoestring out of their shoe. Let's go.
2: Boy, let's see. Somebody's taking a shoestring out of their friend's shoe so they don't have to take it out of their own. I
4: don't want the shoe.
2: Boy, I think I started smelling something bad as soon as the shoes started coming off. Goodness, do you want Chick-fil-A or Sonic? Chick-fil-A, of course, man, of course.
4: All right. All right, let's give this Sonic card away to somebody that can bring <laughs> me a piece of gum that I can have. I want a piece Boy.
2: of gum. Uh oh, uh
4: oh. Oh, no, I don't want to you chewed. A, he
2: brought you a chewed right, piece of go. gum. That's nasty. Nice. Yeah. Here you go, German. Good job. Thanks, Y'all, German. give it up for them. We might, right, we might awesome. have to go get some uh, Febreze to air out the uh, stinky feet that just came into the room. We
4: might have some more giveaways tomorrow. Yeah, so.
2: we definitely have some Come even back. more coming uh, tonight, later on tonight. But uh, one, man, I'm really excited that you're here. This whole weekend is man, about informing Christians to understand their faith in a deeper way. And I don't know about you, but there have been several times throughout my life when people man, have asked me a question or something that... Uh, I just start kind of scratching my head and saying, uh, a lot, you know. And so, man, even this weekend, we're going to look at some really common questions that uh, people have about the Christian faith and even cultural issues. And so I'm telling you, you're going to walk away this weekend being better informed. Uh, And so we have a lot of stuff going on tonight. Yeah, so
4: even tonight, we have an awesome speaker in the house, um, Pastor uh, Stephen Sexton, who is the founder of Be The One Ministries.
2: Give a a round of applause for Pastor Stephen in the house. Don't come
4: up yet. We're not ready for you yet, but
2: not, not he's quite. the founder
4: of Be The One <laughs> Ministries and has founded a church in Rogers, Arkansas called The House, and so him and his wife are doing awesome things up there in Rogers, so we have yeah. him with us tonight, and then we're actually going to have an after party tonight out in the park with some awesome snacks, some games, so be sure Free that you stick snacks. around for that as well. Yeah. Y'all,
2: we got tetherball, we've got horseshoes, we got all kinds of stuff that you probably haven't played in years. Be careful if you play tetherball, you might wind up with some rope burn on the wrist, just FYI. Uh, but hey, we are glad that you're here. And then even uh, tomorrow morning, we're going to kick things back off uh, at 9 a.m. here in our sanctuary, starting off with a session uh, by David Pate, all the way from Hot Springs, well, i say all the way, an hour way, and a half, hour and a half. <laughs> uh, from Hot Springs, from Brookhill Ranch. He's going to be teaching tomorrow morning. And then right after that, we have a QA and a session.
4: Yeah, so we have a QA and a session to the middle session tomorrow. We're going to have several of our pastors here on staff at Church on the Rock that are just going to answer some of our hard, tough questions that we might have, kind of like what Cole was talking about earlier, that you might have somebody ask you and you just really don't know the answer to it. So we have some pastors that are going to answer those tomorrow um, in the mid-morning. And then our last session, David Pate's going to do that one as well and finish us off for the weekend. So we're going to have an awesome night tonight and then an awesome morning tomorrow morning too. So be sure that you come back tomorrow.
2: Yes, yeah, so we definitely encourage you, man, to stick around all weekend. We're going to have some great teaching, some more worship and all of that stuff. But, man, I, like we said, tonight, man, Pastor Stephen Sexton is bringing the word. We're excited, man, to hear what uh, he's received from the Lord. And so real quick, man, would y'all put your hands together and welcome him to the stage.
5: All right, all right. Well, I'm excited that you guys are here. We're going to have a fun time. It's going to be good. My name is Stephen, and uh, we're going to have some good time. Worldview, thinking about how you view the world. I, I, I'm, I'm glad that you're here. Now, here's the deal. Y'all, I'm used to, you know, I, I used to, a long time ago, uh, was a youth pastor, and so I, I'm used to hearing a little bit of, of you know, not silence, Okay, so it's all right for you to laugh. I'm gonna listen. You can laugh with me. You can laugh at me. Okay, it's cool. Just just as we get to going, here's the thing: is what I want you to do is I kind of want you to lean in. You know, has has there ever been a moment in your life when you were like, uh, you know, someone was driving like really really fast, and all of a sudden you got nervous? You understand what I'm saying? Like you got nervous and um, you know, so nervous where you stop texting. You am know, like you're not even driving, but like you stopped texting. And here's the deal, it caused you to kind of lean in and watch the road. Here's what I'm wanting you to do today is for the next just few minutes, I want you to kind of lean in and, and watch what God's going to unfold because I really do believe that it's going to help you in your faith. I got two verses and then I, I, we're going to just get in there and begin to have a conversation. John chapter 8 verse 32 says, And you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you, what does it say? Free. John 3.16, come on. Y'all know this one? For God so loved the world. How many of y'all looking? You're like, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, whoever believes in him, come on, should not perish but have what an incredible time that we we live in. I, I know with all the drama and stuff going on politically, but, but really, it, we live in a great time. And here's what I can't get over as I get older, because right now I realize I have disqualified myself because I am trying to be cool, but I realize that I've lost some hair. You understand what I'm saying? I have gone past 40. I get it. You know, you guys are 13. Most of you, 14, got your whole life ahead of you. Come on, I've kind of climbed the hill a little bit. But I am old enough now to see some changes in the world. Some changes. I remember when I was a kid, man, things have changed so much. You know, now I've got four kids, and it's amazing how... Entitled, they feel every time we stop at the gas station, they feel like they deserve a snack. Come on, how many y'all for real? Is this real talk? It's like anytime your parents stop, you're like, my dad, oh my god. When I was a kid, we called it a gas station. Now they call it a snack station. I don't know what's going on, but it's weird. It's like it's it's how it's changed. I remember as a kid, man, we ate peanuts. You know what I'm saying? We ate peanuts, cashews. We weren't, nobody died. We just were like eating, like we, we didn't even think about it. And here's the thing. We, when I grew up as a kid, we never drank water. It was Coke, listen, and it was Kool-Aid, and it was, and we, we never drank water. I walked into the store the other day, and there was actually now more water options than there are drinks. And I'm like, man, it's changed. Because now, you know, I remember when water first came out in the bottle. I do. I'm now old enough where I can be like, I remember when. I... <laughs> but, but I remember my dad. I was random well, One time I was with him, and I was like, Dad, I want to buy water. And he's like, What? We got water at home. I'm buying no water. And I'm like, and now I'm like going in every time, oh, I'm so parched, I just need water. You know what I mean? But it's great, but now it's not water. It's not water. It, it's, you got tap water, well water, natural spring water. You got, uh, you got mineral water. You got artesian water. I'm like, we just, when I was a kid, we just had water. Okay, and we didn't care about the balance or the pH or the anything. We just got a hose, and we, and, and we just drank it out of the hole, and we, we didn't think about dying or diseases or, you know what I'm saying? We didn't have to get a shot because we drank out of a hose. We, we, we were hard. You know, so we were tough. I'm just, when I was a kid, and I'm just, we're, I'm just thinking about how things have changed. There's a we, we were outside. Like, we were outside. You understand what I'm saying? If we were inside when it was sunlight, you were in trouble. Now it's like when you, you get in trouble, you got to go outside. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. When, when, when I was a kid, we were like, Mom, put, put the books down like outside. And here's the deal. We, it was crazy because we got to go outside without a phone and a helmet. Our parents just let us go outside, and they were like, "Hey, come back when it's dark." Now you you guys need like a GPS. I don't even know where my friend's house is. (laughs) Good God! I mean, I'm just but it's great. We just like went. We were crazy. That's why I don't even mess with, those, with the LeBron versus Michael Jordan. I don't even mess with that argument because let me tell you something. I'm hard, but Michael's older than me. That dude probably had to walk to practice. Y'all don't even know. I'm telling you, it's a whole, it's different. It's different. A lot of things have changed, just changed. When I, when I, was, a, when I was a kid, we played cops and robbers and nobody got mad. Nobody got mad. Nobody got offended. We just played that. We understood like right and wrong. We understood what was right and wrong. And, and when we did wrong, come on, there was no timeout. When I was a child, there was no time out. Listen, listen, time out was what the children said to the parents. They just, um, uh, timeout! I got problem. I'm getting saved. You know? Timeout. It, 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 it was just different. I don't, I don't know. When, 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 when I was a kid, it was like there were no emotional safe spaces, like there are on college campuses. <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid, we, when we had a problem, we just went to school. There were no emotional days. Oh yeah, how are you feel? You have a little anxiety. Okay. Well, why want you just, why don't you just take a day off? Okay. That's, 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 There was none of that. We we had bullies in school, and we just went. You learn how to get hit or hit back. I mean, that was it. It I'm just saying. We heard things like, it was crazy. We heard these concepts like face your fear. No pain, no gain. If you quit now, it'll be easier to quit later. That's what we heard. We didn't hear, how are you feeling? What's going on in you? Come on, let's talk about it. There was none of that. I was like, Mom, I got to talk to you about something. She was like, Oh, your feelings are hurt. You think I'm being too tough on you? You can move out. I mean, it was, it was just, it was just. I don't know. It was different back in the day. You know, guys weren't scared to talk to a girl. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, listen, now, now. I mean, I'm not telling you that it wasn't like you had to battle some insecurity. Come on. I'm not saying that you weren't, like, scared. But it wasn't like today where the girl's like, hey, I like you. What's up? I mean, that's today. That's today. Listen. Listen. When we liked a girl, come on, we just, we practiced our lines, you know what I'm saying? It was back in the day we practiced our lines. Y'all don't know nothing about that, okay? But it was like we would look in the mirror and we would say, girl, if you were a tear in my eye, I would never cry for fear of losing you. I mean, you, I mean, we, we practiced our our line. And let me, I mean, y'all got it hard. I'm not, I'm, I'm I'm not tripping. Y'all got it hard because see now, you know, listen, back when when, when, we, when we were young, we we didn't like investigate people on social media for like two months, okay? Because y- y'all, y'all do like too much research, okay? Our research was, you are gonna be at the roller skating rink, okay. I mean we were just we were, yo, you gonna be at the roller skating rink? Okay, can you skate backwards? Okay, you're gonna be my girlfriend for this song, okay? Uh, that's that's how we did it. Now y'all like research and scrolling and
0: <laughs>
5: who liked her picture? <laughs> y'all, oh I'm having anxiety again. I think I need to miss school tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I mean i just I'm just playing. No, I'm sorry I'm sorry. For while, I'm sorry. Um but 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 it, it, it's fun. like cell phones. Cell phones. Y'all don't even know we were tough back in the day. Like our parents would let us leave for a long time. And not know where we were. Okay? Now now y'all y'all's car got low-jacked. You know what I'm saying? Your phone tasing you when you when you've been gone too long. See, I would have hated to have a phone like, like y'all. Y'all got it harder. I'm, I'm telling you, y'all got it, Now I'm thinking about it, y'all got it harder because here's the deal. Here's the deal. My, my mom, there were times she didn't know where I was. You know what I'm saying? There's still stories. She probably went, oh, no, I'm telling her, you. you know? But 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 now, I got a 12-year-old. He got a phone. He don't answer the phone the first time I'm calling. I'm fingers. He's going to be paging like this. I'm just, I'm just telling you better not mess. I'm paying this bill. You better. When the first time I call you, oh, I didn't hear it ringing. Oh, okay, we're going to the hospital. you getting implants. I'm telling you. Answer the phone. Well, I'm the one daddy in this house. You're going to answer the phone. Listen, I've just been thinking about how everything ha- has changed. But here's the thing. It's almost as if because things are changing so fast that we ask ourselves, are there any absolutes? Are there any? Is there anything that doesn't change? And here's what I want to tell you is that Jesus said that That I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he alone, check this out, has the plan and purpose for your life. And I'm going to be very real. Your world is changing so fast. I mean, I was literally talking to my kids the other day, and I was like, I mean, y'all probably gonna have robots in the house. You know what I'm saying? It's going to change so fast that if you don't lock in on what you believe, And how you believe it, you're gonna be swayed. You're gonna be swayed. And why do we know that? Well, I love Jesus. I understand that. But love ain't enough. If love was enough, people wouldn't get divorced. You hear what I'm saying? If love was enough, and most of our church services is like this contractual thing, and, and we start in the middle. We start with John 3 16. And what we say is Jesus, God loved you. He sent Jesus. Why don't you love him back? And it's kind of like Barney. Okay. He loved me. I love him. We're heavenly. But we don't know what. We don't, we don't, we don't even really know the story we don't know what we're saved from we just think that, that 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 he like liked our social media profile so we liked him back and, and 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 what i'm seeing is that people who are growing up in church church becomes experiential and so in the 5th grade and the transition from 5th to 6th it's I here there go pee my pants i'm so excited 6th grade, 7th grade, 8th grade, this is cool. I'm about to go into high, high, ninth grade, okay, this is cool. 10th grade, I've kind of done it. 11th grade, I've done the trips. 12th grade, I'd rather make money. And what we do is we've made, listen, church an experience rather than an ongoing development. And your whole life, you will need to be discipled. Your whole life you will have to be discipled because guess what? There are times in your life when you you think and your thoughts aren't lining up with God's thoughts. And that's why we need to come in and have our thoughts realigned. The Bible says to take captive our thoughts into the lordship of Christ. Listen, as we talk about this, there's two statistics that I read that, that leaped off to me and I want to share them with you. According to the American, uh, according to the majority of Americans, 57% believe right and wrong is a matter of personal experience. Whoa, that's big, that's big. Mm, Oh, wow. Mm. Millennials, 74%. What happens to the church when we don't believe there is right and wrong? And how do we reconcile loving people who do wrong, but then also training and understanding how to live right? These are real hard questions that we have to deal with because I hate it when I meet someone who's lost or broken and they discount the church because they feel judged or they feel like they don't belong. Or because they're dealing with homosexuality or they're dealing with lust or perversion or depression or anxiety or whatever their issue is. Come on. They feel judged and condemned. But yet, is that an open license for people who are growing up that have made a commitment of faith that all of that now doesn't matter? How do we reconcile truth and love? Where we train up the people who are growing up in God's house to love truth, but also love people. Does this make sense? Where we can do both, where, where, where we're not the people out judging and condemning our family members because they don't follow Christ, but we're loving them, but holding a standard. Come on, is this, you understand what I'm saying? Listen, as we talk about this, there are six major thoughts that are, that are happening every day. If, you want, if you're in media, social media, TV, movies, music, these are the six philosophies of the day. The first, this is how millennials, this is how the next generation, this is how we are with every commercial, with every TV show. This is how we think the best way to find yourself is by looking within yourself. That's the philosophy. That's on movies. It's in music. The best way to find yourself is to look in yourself. In other words, nobody can do you, come on, like you do you, baby. Diet Coke. Listen, if you want to know you, you just look in yourself like it's a little Disney. You can kind of hear the Disney Channel song. Just look in yourself. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says that you were created in the image of God and that you already, God already has a design for who you are. The second philosophy of this younger culture is that people should not criticize someone's life's choices. Whatever they choose, that's their life. How do we not judge but train our kids? That's not how we want to grow up. Like, Here's the deal, if you start wrong, you end wrong, and the Bible says, check this out, the Bible says that sin is pleasurable for just a season, but it will end, come on somebody, in destruction. You may text and drive, but I'm going to tell you this, it's only a matter of time. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. And you may be blessed. You may not get in the car wreck. But I promise you, within your life, you will know someone who does. You hear what I'm saying? Here's the third thought of, of, of the, our culture. To be fulfilled in life, you should pursue. Sue the things that you desire most. The Bible says, seek you first the kingdom. See, if you're not careful, someone will, a a movie star, an athlete, they'll get up there and they'll say, leave that back. back. I'm sorry, it's my fault. I'm doing it. Okay. Hey, how y'all doing? All right. Come on. An athlete that's making millions and millions of dollars a movie star, a a, a rock star, a rapper, an R&B, it doesn't matter. But if they say, hey, I just want you to know something. You pursue your dream. And whatever you desire, you can do. Ah, run for president. Yo, man, that's... Here's the deal. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and I will add everything unto you, because I put it in you. See, if we think that we can get there without God, that's exactly what Lucifer thought. I can be me without you. That's exactly what Eve thought. I can stay in this garden, and I can do it my way. I can do it my, I can do it, I can do come on, if I want a little fruit, I want a little fruit. What's wrong with it? I mean, if it was so bad, why did you make it? (laughs) Weed. You know what I'm saying? Listen. Come on. I just don't know how weed is bad because it's an herb. Come on. It needs to go back. Listen, 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 check this out. The fourth thought is be happy. Come on, Pharrell. Come on, baby. Let's be happy. The highest goal in life is to enjoy. As much as possible, just be happy. That's a culture thought. Just be happy. Oh, your friend ain't making you happy? Okay, delete. Okay, your mom ain't making you happy? Uh, Move out. Come on. Your husband ain't making you happy? There are others, baby. Come on. Your boss ain't making you happy? You think this is the only job? Man, will you cry? Man, your teacher don't make you happy? You hear what I'm saying? The Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So how do we become happy? We don't become happy based on circumstantial evidence. We become happy because the nature of God is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And when we get close to Him, it changes us. Come on. Thank you for two people. I love y'all. A f- the fifth thought is that people can believe whatever they want as long as it doesn't affect society. So you know, come on, it's church day. Sunday is church day. Come on, we're gonna we're gonna put on air one, put on whatever your background, we're gonna put on some gospel, come on, put some Jesus on, go to church look good, get out of church, change the dial. Here's the thing, let me ask you something. You know, as a church, we've got to walk fine line because here's the deal, God did not call us to be legalist. And we don't want to make the gospel heavy because it's light. But I do have a problem with young people listening to things that they would never do, like I'm gonna listen to this. You know, I just like it for the music. You know, I'm just jamming. and the song is about booty and on the floor. Okay, okay, and we—that's the song. That's the song. That song is booty, clothes, take off, girl. You know what I'm gonna do? You know what? I mean, and oh boy, oh boy, you know when I—oh boy—and we just jamming on that. But we're like, I'm gonna keep my virginity. <laughs> You sow where you want to go, baby. You sow where you want to go. Well, see, that's the church. Are you just saying that all secular music is wrong? I'm saying you need to guard your input. You can't listen to every day. Hate yourself, hate yourself, hate yourself. Hate yourself, hate yourself. Now I'm feeling really great about my day. Just love a lot of people. How you doing? I love you. Come on, you hear what I'm saying? You you can't listen to music every day that says, "Come on, listen to this." Be hard, man. Don't man, anybody disrespect you. You go slap the taste out of their mouth. I'm telling you, you don't nobody punk you. And then you come in church. Hey, someone like that's my seat. And you're like, what? That one? I wasn't even punch you. I was Holy Ghost. Ghost. Didn't the Bible say lay hands on them? Listen, here's what I'm saying. You sow where you want to go. Listen, if I want to think good thoughts about my wife, I don't hang around people who hate their wife. You feel what I'm saying? All I'm telling you is this. The sixth thought is this. Any kind of sexual expression between two consenting adults is acceptable. How do we deal with that? Because most of our schools are teaching us tolerance. Can I teach you something real quick? Are y'all learning anything about, because I'm wanting to help you. I'm wanting to help you. Here's what I wanted to tell you. God is not tolerant. He is compassionate. Our society wants to teach us, listen to this, empathy. What is empathy? Empathy means if you fall in the mud, I need to fall in the mud too so that I know how you felt. And so now we have people who won't stand up. Because what we're being taught to be, well, you don't know their struggle, and you don't know the, what happened, and you don't know what's going on, and so we're told to have empathy. The Bible does not teach empathy. It teaches compassion. I don't have to get in the mud to help you wipe off the mud. I came to bring a towel, baby, and I want to help you get clean. Come on. But I don't have to roll in it to understand it. We're talking about worldview. And how to think. And I don't want to walk you through something. And, and David, pay, you, got, you guys got to come tomorrow because he's smarter than I am. I'm funnier and I'm better, but he's smarter. And so, um, but anyway, here I want to put this up on the board. Y'all, y'all put this up here. Put this graph up there, please. I got a graph that I want to show you. And i want to walk through this real quick. And some of you you just, you, you just instantly, you thought it was great, the sermon was awesome, and then you saw this and you're like, okay, now we're going to school. They didn't say that. But let's just talk. I want to teach you something. There are a lot of religions. There's a lot of isms, legalism. There is a lot of isms, okay? Socialism, humanism, okay? Here's what I want to tell you, that that. For your faith and your biblical worldview to be strong, you will ask yourself four questions. Here's what they are. Where did I come from? Why is there suffering? What is the solution? And is there a purpose? Everybody's asking that question. It doesn't matter if they believe in faith. It doesn't matter what they believe. These are the four questions that everybody is asking. Do you understand what I'm saying? Where did I come from? Well, let's look at this. Here's what you need to understand. Your, the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. As a man thinketh, so is he. So here's the deal. Whatever you think is real is how you will think. It is what you will value, and it will affect your behavior. We behave how what we value, and we value what we think And what we think is what we believe is real. Does this make sense? Okay, now let's go over here. Christian and non-Christian, let's do this. A Christian believes and looks, and here's here's the thing that I want to teach you, is that non-Christians will say there is no evidence. But the truth of the matter is, there is plenty of evidence if you understand what evidence does. If you understand what evidence does. Evidence, what it does is it looks at what details have come about and it makes, check this out, an educated guess based on some of the facts. Okay? I, I have four kids and let's say there's a kid that doesn't go to bed when all the other kids go to bed. and There's one cookie left out. Three kids are asleep. One kid is not. I come out. The one kid is hugging, talking to me in my room, whatever. They get ready to go to bed. I walk out five minutes later. The cookie is half eaten. Now, I don't know. Maybe someone unlocked our door, came in, ate the cookie. Maybe the kids that I thought were asleep were not asleep. Or maybe the one kid that passed by the... Jesus showed evidence that he was the Messiah time and time and time again. And the disciples were learning how to believe in faith, what the evidence showed. You hear what I'm saying? Look at this. Christian is God centered. We believe that God in Genesis created the world in an actual seven days. Science will teach you billions of years, but we don't see it as billions of years. You know what I mean? The, the reality is we see it in thousands, not billions. Okay? What if we're created? That means. We, we're intentional. There's an intentional plan for your life that man discovers laws. Now look at this. Let's go ahead. If you're a non-Christian, there is no God. So what, what, big bang happened, evolution. And so we're all accidents. Man invented laws. Well, did man invent gravity? Or did he discover gravity? Does that make sense? The 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 law of dynam- the, the the laws that that, uh, uh, that govern our world did man discover those or did he invent those? We discovered them. Look at this. That if there if you're a non-Christian, that means there is no sin. So you don't need to be saved. There's no savior, there's no hell. Earth becomes your home, home and your whole life is about being happy Because this is all you have And we serve emotions Emotions become our God But, but if you see Christianity Look at this You mean you're, you're created That means something intentional has happened with your life That man discovered laws that God created Matter in motion uh, uh uh wind patterns uh, uh, um, uh weather different God discovered that, that 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 man discovered what God was doing and here's the deal that man sinned Adam sinned and that brought forth death and Jesus the savior came to redeem mankind and heaven is our home check this out and earth we're just camping we're just camping And the goal for us, check this out, is to be holy. To be holy. Now look at this. What is holy? I'm not talking about moral heaviness. Don't miss it. Holy means that you're set apart, united with God, different. That you're a light in a dark place. That you are holy. Holy. I see so many Young people, how many of y'all gonna see Avengers? Come on, how many of y'all gonna see Avengers? Is there anybody here who has never seen the Avenger movie? Come on. Okay, all right, school, it's school. It's I mean, we're not hating on you. I think it's crazy. I know some friends that are gonna go see this Avenger movie, and they've never seen any. What's Marvel? Y'all yeah, gonna go? I'm like, you can't do that. You don't even. You can't just walk in. All right, so let me just give you an Avenger pop test, okay? Avenger pop test. All right, how many, how many of y'all know Avengers? Come on, show me some love. All right, all right, let's see how you do. Let's see how you do. Check this out. Do, what do the Avengers, we have a question up here? All right, here we go. What do the Avengers refer to as Natasha's ability to calm the Hulk back into Bruce Banner? A, check this out, come on a massage, B, a lullaby, C, puppies, come on, come on, puppies, D, hand-holding, okay, who says hand-holding, come on, all right, good, 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 who says puppies, okay, we got one, all right, who says lullaby, who says massage, okay, All right, it's lullaby. No, no, it's lullaby. It's lullaby. It's B. Come on, give yourself a hand. Good job. All right. Okay, here's the deal. Second question: Which of the following Avengers uh, comes from the comics is not in the movie? Okay, Black Widow, Captain America, Hawkeye, or the Wasp? Yell it out. One, two, three. I mean, y'all look good. Y'all can play It's the Wasp. Y'all look good. All right, look at this. Listen, listen, this. What is Agent Coulson's first name? Is it Phil, Steven, Tony, or Cole? Yeah. All, right, all right, all right,
0: all right, okay, okay, okay. All
5: right, let's go to another one. When Loki is locked up, whatever. Shut up! I'm talking. All right, now. Listen. When Loki is locked up in the shield helicarrier. Who gets him to reveal that he has planned to get Banner changed into the Hulk to destroy the ship? Who says it? Come on. What you got? Donald Trump? Is it Black Widow? Nick Fur- Furry? What if it's Furry? <laughs> all right. Thor? What is it? It's Black Widow. It's Black Widow. Okay. All right. All right. Good. What is Wakanda? All right. Listen. Look, is it the city where Thor is from is it a type of karate move <laughs> is it the home of Black Panther is it what is it the only candy bar of the whole I want to read this I created this this is good what is it one two three all right all right okay all right I love it I love it all right can we do two more y'all want to do two more or you're done okay let's do two more After the party at Tony Stark's place, who was the first Avenger trying to lift Thor's hammer? Okay, come on. Vision, Black Widow, Hawkeye, or Justin Timberlake? Okay, one, two, three. Hawkeye. What is it, Vision? No. Ah. Who is it? It was the first Avenger to to try to lift. No, it's not. That's not right. It was Hawkeye. It was Hawkeye. It was Hawkeye. Sorry. All right, last one. Last one. What is the name of the blue glowing cube that Loki uses as a weapon? The Tesseract, the Arc Reactor, the Infinity Stone, or the cool blue glowy thing? All right, it's the Tesseract. All right, good. Here's my thought. Check this out. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be done here in just a second. Listen listen to this. And Ben, y'all can go ahead and come up. Listen to this. We're talking about a dumb movie that's not going to have any eternal value. I get it. But listen to this. If you walk in and try to watch this movie, you're going to miss some of the details. And here is my concern. I love the story of Jesus, but if you start at the story of Jesus, you don't know why you need him. You hear what I'm saying? Right before Jesus came, there were 400 silent years. The whole Old Testament had been talking and the anticipation of the Messiah. Check this out. Look at me. The anticipation of the Messiah. And he was coming. And he was coming. And Samson was, and, 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 and uh, uh, Abraham and Noah and all of these people were getting ready and positioning God's people into the waiting Messiah that would save them. And I feel like all we do is jump in and try to tell you about Jesus, and it's love for love. But here's what you need to know. If you've not accepted Christ, you're a sinner. and you, I mean, you don't even know me. You don't call me a sinner. Through generational curse line, sin has passed through the bloodline. How do you know that you can get two young infants and put them in a room and put one toy in the middle and they're not going to have a sharing party? They're going to fight. Why? Because everything screams, me first. When Eve took the fruit, She said, my will over God's will. Church will not grow. Texarkana will never see revival. If we come in on Sunday, get excited, but it's never his will over my will. There is a plan that God has for your life. That He has called you something. I don't know if anybody here has ever had a label on them. But here's what I need you to see. In Matthew chapter 5 verse 13. It says this. You've probably read this a bunch. But it says, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? Is it, it's good for nothing to be thrown out and be trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under the basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives life to all in the house. Let your light shine, look at me, before men. That they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Here is the point that I want you to see: God has put a label on you, and it's a label of value. It's a label of purpose. It's not about how high, how tall you are, or skinny you are, or cute you are, or smart you are, or how many, uh, what, what kind of relationship you had with your parents. The Bible says you are. You are this, not you will be this, not you could be this, not if you tend enough. It says you are this. You are this. You are this. And you step into being holy and you line yourself up with a biblical worldview. Here's what happens. Your life begins to change and you become this light to the darkness. And people are like, what's different about you? And I'm not talking about people who just rally. I'm talking about people who will love somebody. People who will care. People that will be strong enough. Look at me and have courage. There is no weak believer in this book. They had moments of weakness, but they overcame. And I feel like the church is growing people who do it great inside these walls, but the game is outside. The game is outside. Hey man, I'm going to pray for this real quick. Uh, Okay. Hey man, I want you, will you come to my youth group, will you come to my church? Hey, you know what, hey, what are you doing tomorrow night? No, I couldn't ask them, I couldn't ask them, I couldn't ask them. So you've put their opinion of you over your assignment. Many people, just because you agree with the Bible, doesn't mean that you do it. If we want to talk about biblical worldview, that means that you see the world the way God does. When's the last time you invited someone to church? Let me, let me ask you this question. you believe this book's real? Do you believe it's true? How many of you today were praying for a revival? Because I'm just saying this. If you will agree with this but do nothing, the Bible says you're the salt. We throw out. Because this is not our home. Put that back up there real quick. Can you go back to that just real quick? Cole's about to fire me. Okay, look at this. The goal, this ain't our home. This is it. This ain't it. I'm trying to take as many people as I can with me. This is, we're just passing through. We're camping. This is intermittent. This is just for this long. Some of you need to invite your friends over to your house. Some of you parents that are in here, you need to make make your your table the mission field. And every Tuesday night, we're going to have one of your friends over, and we're going to show them what a home. Come on. This will change the church. But too many people, amen, revival, but do nothing for it. You feel me? You be the light. You be the light. Here's what we're going to do. Y'all want y'all to stand up with me. And here's the deal. I'm going to ask you to do something. You may be visiting here. You may, we're we're, going to, everything's going to be safe here. So you don't have to worry about that. But here's what I'm going to ask you to do. If you're a young person, I'm going to ask you to come down right over here. Come on. Come on, meet me right here. Meet me right here. Come on, all, all of you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Here's what I want to tell you. Many people are not leading because they feel like they're too broken to lead. And here's what I'm telling you. A supernatural God will take your brokenness and He will use you anyway. God did not tell you that you had to clean everything up before you are used. And we got people who can sing that aren't singing. We got people who will lead aren't leading. We got people who can communicate that aren't communicate. We got people who can preach that aren't preaching. We got welder. We got you, you. You're like one of the smartest people in your school, and you you think the only thing is for you to be in the ministry. Please don't be in the ministry. The goal for you is not to be the youth pastor or the worship leader. The goal is to use every gift and go everywhere and minister everywhere all the time. If you're a welder, if you're a teacher, if you're a doctor, if you're a lawyer, if you're a youth pastor, if you're a worship leader, the goal isn't we're all fighting to be the pastor. Go make money, go have influence, go do a businessman's meeting, go be an artist, but be holy, be set apart, leave the world, and say, God, I, I don't know how to do all this and, and, and I'm still working out some character stuff, but God, here's what I'm asking for God, I want to be all in. I want to be all yours. I want to be, I want to be all in. Fix my worldview. Change my thinking. Your life, look at me, is not about being comfortable. If prom is the biggest thing in your world, come on. After $400, people will still go to hell. I'm not saying that God doesn't want you to enjoy that stuff so don't trip. But I'm saying that stuff should not have you because you view life different, biblical. You're not an insecure little 13 girl. You're not someone who, I just need someone to be my friend, and I really, I have so much anxiety, and I can't go to youth group by myself. I really like cool, and I like all the youth group, but if nobody comes and holds my hand the whole time, I just don't know what'll happen, and I might walk in and I'll all myself. You walk in because here's the deal, this is where you get trained. This is where you get trained. And so I've got to be there because guess what? I'm learning to align myself, not with how I feel and not with how culture thinks, but I'm aligning myself because here's the deal, I don't want to be disqualified. You hear what I'm saying? So here's the thing. We're going to sing this song real quick. I want you to stay right here and I'm going to ask you a question here in just a second. But I'm asking you to turn your mind. And if you need to repent, come on. You hadn't been thinking right. Your values have been off. Your behavior. Behavior is just a small thing, it it just tells us what you've been thinking. Let's switch that up. Come on. Come on. Come on, guys. Y'all sing this. Come on. Come on. Let's sing it out.
1: Oh, the over and oh, the overwhelming never.
0: Servant, still you give yourself away and all the
5: overwhelming never ending. Come on, come on. Come on. I believe God's speaking to some of you. Come on, come on. So just a moment of transparency just a moment of transparency how many could say just in a moment not to be judged or condemned but just real the Bible says that if you humble yourself that God will lift you up just in a moment of transparency how many would say you know Stephen I'm not thinking right come on if that's you lift your hand come on I'm not thinking right. My thoughts have been on me, who hurt me. It's been all feeling based. And you know what, here's the deal, put your hand down, I appreciate that. We don't live life by feelings, so here's the deal. Some of you love God with your feelings and, and listen, feelings are an addition to life. But commitment is different than feelings. I'm not saying that you, there aren't great feelings. I'm not saying that I married my wife because there was a feeling. Come on, somebody. You know what I'm saying? What's up? But, but there are some times that my commitment has to last when the feelings right there, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too happy right now. Or she's not too happy. Come on. And here's what I'm asking is that your commitment level begins to line up with what's true rather than just love, 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 love. You hear what I'm saying? I made a commitment and I'm lining up with this and that's going to unlock freedom in my life and I'm going to be able to love on another level. Come on, for all of those who lifted their hand, come on, I want to pray with you. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for every young person. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. If If you lift, if you raise your hand, here's what I want you to do. I want you to say, dear Heavenly Father, come on, say it, dear Heavenly Father, Today, I ask you to renew my mind, to change my mind, to protect me. I want to be in the world, but not of it. Help me be like Daniel, Joseph, Esther. Help me rise. Be a light. I give you my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's sing this. There's
1: no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, Lie you won't tear down, coming after me. Come on, every voice. There's no shadow you won't light up. Mountain you won't climb up. Coming
0: out to me. There's no wall you won't kick down. Line you won't tear down. Come on, let's sing it like we believe it tonight. There's no shadow.
6: This whole first kind of session, I mean, if I could just kind of summarize what Steve said, it's that God is calling us to be set apart. Amen. And I think every single one of us, we have this just innate nature inside of us that, that we want to stand out. We want to be different. You know, you see, everybody nobody in here has the same shirt on or the same pair of shoes. You know, we want to be unique. And the problem is we try to do a lot of things, you know, just to stand out, but what God has called us to do to stand out in this culture is really live for Him. Amen? Not just believe it, but actually practice it. Because if you don't practice it, you don't believe it. And I think a lot of what tonight was is the kind of the why. Why? You know, we live in a culture, especially Texarkana, everybody goes to church or has some kind of background, but a lot of people aren't practicing it. And so this is the why. The why is because God loves us. The why is because but we've sinned and we're separated from God. The why is, but Jesus came to restore us. And that's just some of the stuff we talked about today. What we're going to do over the next uh, couple sessions is give you the how. We're going to talk about things that you need to know. I'm telling you, I can remember being, you know, younger. I can remember being just even a few years. Some of these questions that I've had, I've, I've just asked for a long time. And I, I believe God, I love God, but there's some things that I don't, I don't understand. We want to help equip you so you can share your faith but also so you can be confident in your faith. So you know why you believe what you believe. Amen? And so uh, we're here to help you this weekend. And I want you just to realize this before we move on, that um, God's going to give you some fresh things this weekend. He's going to give you, I believe, a fresh passion for Him, to love Him, to serve Him, to go after Him. And He's going to give you some wisdom and knowledge to go with that. So just lift your hands up all over the place. God, today we just love you. God, we just thank you. God, that that you care for us. God, we thank you that you've called us to follow you. You've called us to be set apart. You've called us, God, to look like you. And God, we want to be like that. God, we want to be better outside the four walls than we are inside. Lord, would you help us? God, I pray tonight that you would just seal the word that Pastor Steve gave. Lord, that we would be holy, Lord, over just choosing what the culture is doing. God, we would follow you with our whole heart. God, we would give you ourselves in a fresh way. God, things in our life that don't line up with what you've asked us to do, with what your word tells us to do, God, we would repent of those things and we would move on from them and we would live a life set apart unto you because it pleases you and so other people will see you in us. So God, I pray tonight just as we kick this thing off, Lord, you would just seal the work that you've done. God, help us always to know why why I follow you, why I seek you, why I disciple people, why I say no to those things, because I love you and I'm gonna follow you and you set the standard. So God bless my friends today in Jesus' name and everybody said amen. Hey, real quick, you can have a seat and uh, I'm gonna tell you about some things that are going on. We're gonna be out of here in just a second. Real quick, can we give it up for Pastor Stephen Sexton? Awesome. Maybe while I'm talking Uh, some of our team in the back. You can put his information out there. Check out his stuff. Be the one, what is it? Be the one uh, ministries.com. What's the, what's the dot? What's the website? Be the one ministries.com. Follow on Instagram. Hey, you can do that right now. But listen, that was just a great word of encouragement. I think it was a timely word, not just, you know, kids, but for all of us, man. It's something that we need. We are called to be set apart. And here's what we want to do. If my ushers will get ready, we want to sow in uh, to just be the one ministries, but also this worldview weekend. We want this to be something that we do every single year. How many people know uh, people around us need a biblical worldview? Let me tell you, Texas High, PG, Hooks, Redwater, there's some good people there that go to church but don't have a biblical worldview. And we're believing the knowledge and the wisdom and the fresh revelation that we take away over this weekend. We're going to be able to spread that and share with people around us. Listen, we're going to give you some tools uh, tomorrow that are going to help you share with your friends what God has has placed uh, kind of on your hearts and what they've been asking questions about. So uh, if you're ushers, go ahead and come Come on up. There's a scripture here, and uh, I think this is so true today. It says, the point is this. This is 2 Corinthians 9, 6, and 7. The point is this. Whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly. Whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he's decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion. Hold up, guys, just right there at the front. Not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Listen, I want to encourage you today. Let's be cheerful givers. We want to be able to bless Pastor Steve. We want to be able to bless uh, David Pate tomorrow. And we want to be able to do this next year. And uh, so anyways, I'm going to pray. You can get your offering ready. And then I'm going to tell you what we're about to do. So Lord, we just love you today. God, I thank you for, um, Lord, allowing this us to have this opportunity to learn, to grow deeper. Lord, to worship you. And uh, God, I just pray today uh, that you would just bless what's going on. Lord, you put it on our hearts to give, and we'd be obedient, and uh, we'd be able to just uh, allow um, just more cultural wisdom to go forth, God, more biblical wisdom to go forth. God, you would help us. So bless this offering right now. Bless every giver, and God, bless the ministries that are going to receive this. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. You can just put that in the offering plate. Uh, Also, if you'd like to give something to Steve Sexton specifically, you can put be the one on there and uh, that'll go to him. But listen, we have a lot of things that are happening. Tomorrow we start back up at 9 in the a.m. Look at your friend and say 9, not 9, 9.30, but 9. And I know a lot of students are staying tonight. Listen, get on your phones, Get some people here tomorrow. It's going to be amazing. We're going to talk apologetics. We're going to talk about why evil, why suffering. We're going to talk about evolution. So you're going to be able to go back to science class and raise your hand and be like, Actually, I learned something, and uh, let, me, let me tell you what I learned. So, it's gonna be a great day tomorrow. We're gonna have three sessions. Make sure you're here at nine o'clock. Uh, young adults, invite your friends. Adults, get here tomorrow. We'll be done by 12 o'clock. Uh, so, right now, I'm about to dismiss this. We're having an after party right out here in the Kids Zone Park. We got food, we got snacks, we got a lot of games fun for everybody here. But anyways, we'll see you tomorrow, nine o'clock. Don't do anything dumb and uh, God bless you. Check you later. Living it
5: so astounding. Love is an ocean, you can drown me. The sweet embrace, the lovely taste I taste to see. I'm Monday Grace, the place to be. It means I'll never need an umbrella. I'm cool in the cold, in the hot weather. Whether or never I ever understand, I'm a man in the hands of great plans. I stand with fake down in the life I never known a to touch. And still, I saw my clutch. But I'm like, what's the dream of? What's the hope in? What's the doubt for? Live to no end. This is living. The life I'ma give is a gift, if I'ma live I'ma live it to death So what's the dream of, what's the hope in? what's the doubt for and live to no end? This is living, the life I'ma give is a gift, if I'ma live I'ma live it to death now. Yeah.